I remember when we first talked about doing a podcast, I was kind of like, well, where do we start? Then I reached out to a friend who had been doing it and he referred me to Anchor. So first thing I was like, it's free? And he was like, yeah, it's free. And then the second thing I realized that you don't have to have a recording studio. You can do the podcast from anywhere that you want. Uh, they have all kinds of creation tools and you can record, you can edit, and you can do it all from either your phone or your computer. But one of the best, best things for me was when it came to distribution. I was really worried about that, but Anchor actually distributes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places, so it makes it super, super easy for you. Plus, you can make money. You don't have to have a minimum amount of listeners, and it's just kind of like having everything that you need for a podcast all in one place. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Half and Half Podcast. How's everyone doing? Doing all right. I'm a little sleepy. Oh, no, Danny, not you. What time? She, she was in... I, I remember waking up at like 4.30 and you were wide awake. Probably 5.30. Wow. Oh. I was busy last night. You went to, Wait, you went to bed at 5.30? No, I went to bed at the same time as Paul, but I didn't fall asleep till 5.30. What in the ass? I was reading, so, and then, yeah, one thing led to another. I don't know. What does that mean? <laughs> I just fall down the rabbit hole of my phone. Oh. Looking at porn? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, just for people listening... Um, as you can tell, Adrian is not with us in the room today. Nope. Um, I had a I'm little... Come, I'm coming to you live from my beautiful gym. Oh, is that what that... At, at first, I thought it was dishes. Pots. But it totally makes sense that it's weights. Yeah. So, uh... But he's the, here in spirit. Yeah. I, I had a case of, uh, the allergies a couple, last couple of days, and I don't know, with COVID, you just can't be too safe. So, uh, I told Adrian to... Yeah, it's especially with how it's the state of COVID right now. It's running through everybody, man. My family, unfortunately, my dad actually has it. You know, uh, he contracted it over the holidays. Like, it sucks, man. It's ripping through my family like crazy. My brother's household, it's doing its thing. And my anxiety and prayers have been on the highest they've ever been. So... <laughs> So last time we talked, you had, uh, at least on the podcast, you had mentioned that, you know, you were going to have this, everybody was going to get together at your dad's house. Yeah. And, and so uh, that didn't happen. No, dude, check this out. New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's, Christmas Eve, I get a damn phone call. So as, we, as I've said before, um, I know our, our Christmas episode was, was tarnished by your all's fighting and depressing stories. <laughs> Which, but, which, um, which which the feedback has been that everybody loved. <laughs> we had Festivus without realizing we were doing Festivus. Yep. <laughs> but um, like I said, for years we've spent Christmas at my dad's. We literally spend the night there, Christmas Eve, hang out Christmas morning. Anyway, 
We didn't get to do it last year because of COVID. This year at 7 o'clock at night, I get the phone call. We, shit was already packed. We're hanging out with my wife's family. We do that for a little while. Let me go to my dad's. 7 o'clock, I get the phone call. And my little brother tested positive. I canceled Christmas on the fucking spot. I said, all right, well, see you all next year. Yeah. Sucks, We'll man. try again. It's, yeah, it sucks, man. Like, it's just, it sucks, you know what I mean? And I didn't have anything, pl- like, I like to plan, right? Like I told you guys, I, you know, I do a lot of shit for my kids. Even though they're old, they still love it. Right. So my plan was my dad's. So now I had to think on the fly how to make Christmas Eve special and Christmas Day. And it was like, fuck, man. How are you going to tell my, Santa where to go? I had to email the son of a bitch and be like, yeah, guess what, man? Well, it really, plans. It really, Send your location. It really threw me off because there I was like on the couch watching TV and all of a sudden the family shows up. And I was like, wait a minute, you're supposed to be at your dad's house. You know? <laughs> Today's not my yeah. day. Yes, wait a minute. I thought it was every other weekend. You're throwing me off here. <laughs> and every other holiday. Yeah. Yeah, so Christmas kind of sucked for for us in a way. Well, at least for me in a in way. In a different way in than a different expected. Way. Yeah. So, you know, I ended up having to take my dad to the ER on Christmas yeah. Day. Uh, yeah. He, you know, everybody knows he's got cancer and he's going through chemo and um, he developed a fever and um, just wasn't feeling well. His blood pressure was low and I told him, I was like, man, like, you are not in the position to just sit back. Like, you need to go somewhere. So I took him and it was a good thing I did because, yeah, uh, he's actually, there's, there's, a, there's a chance he's going to get released today, but... Um, awesome. You know, when awesome. when people are in that state, you can't hesitate. Oh, absolutely. You did the right thing, man. Yeah, when you told me that the other day, I was like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just, it's, for me personally, I take everything, you know me, I take it like real hard and I take it quick. And it's like yeah, I heard you about do. My- <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> 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 It was, it was first my brother, and then it was my dad, then it was my other brother, then it was your dad, and then it was um, my my niece. And that, so I was like, dude, what was it, yesterday or the day before? Then I told you, dude, I, I just got hit all day long. News about your dad, news about like seven family members. I'm like, dude, I cannot take this. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you tell me, look, it's allergies, but let's be safe. And I'm like, oh, God, can you throw in one more for me? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But <clears throat> the good news is is that so far everybody's doing quite well. Right? Yes, yes. Thankfully my dad's like on day four. Symptoms of they're just the same. Nothing crazy. You know, he's got a cold. Um, we just worry about my dad, you know, he's seventy one, mm-hmm. diabetes, all sorts of weird shit, you know what I mean? Blood pressure. So he was the one I was, the past two years, he and my wife are the two that I've been trying to protect this whole time. And now here we are. You know what I mean? And uh, he's fully vaccinated and boosted, which is great. Oh, yeah. I mean, that booster probably came in uh, in the nick of time. Oh, absolutely. He, I think he'd been on like three, four weeks already being boosted by the time he got it. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So. that's crazy. But, um, you know, it makes you wonder, though, is this, like, going to be the norm? 
Like, you know what I mean? Like it's uh. Dude, every, everywhere I read. So my wife, she's like big time into researching this shit and science and whatnot. She read an article the other day from a doctor or somebody that's saying COVID's never going to go around and right. it's never going to go away. Right. But the more something, the more something mutates from what she told me, again, I, I wasn't really paying much attention, but As um, husbands the, do. The, yeah, the more it mutates, the more it like gets resistant to itself and this and that. And so we're kind of like, um, it gets, uh, the effectiveness goes lower and lower and lower, like the flu, right? Like we have the flu, it doesn't kill you. Corona's going to do the same. So it's going to be like, you're going to get Corona, but it's nowhere going to be nowhere near as bad as when it first stepped on soil. You know what I mean? Right. Which the severity, the severity of it. Cause the more it just keeps mutating and mutating, it gets to a point where it just can't like do it anymore from what she said or it's just, it doesn't have the it's kind of like the omicron is what they're saying that it doesn't have yeah. it, it affects you but it doesn't have the same like power to hospitalize you um <coughs> right. granted people are still dying from it but it's just not yeah. and that's only because it's mutated so much that it actually has lost a bit of its um effectiveness yeah yeah there you go yep. oh look at me um, but you know, like even the flu kills people every year. We just don't really think oh, twice absolutely. about it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've always treated the flu like some horrible pandemic. Like every time I hear one of my kids are sick, I'm like, damn it. You know what I mean? Like, right. please let the fever break. Please let this happen. Please let, you know what I mean? I'm a worry ward as it is, but when it comes to like my kids, I, I sit by them and I make sure they're okay. I check on them every 40 minutes and I wake them like up at two in the morning. Like a great stepdad. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I come in. I come in hard, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when Paul's not around, <laughs> I gotta step up. Yeah. Usually, when when one once the kids are sick, I'm like, you know what? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to catch this shit, Adrian. Yes. Yeah. I need you to step in. <laughs> Tag team. <laughs> exactly. That's what we're here for. Um. So, yeah, enough, I mean... Enough bad talk, man. Let's get on the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want to start off with your chat? Dude, that's exactly what I was going to say. Going forward, I kind of want to get into it, like, right off the bat. You know what I mean? Just yeah. that way we are... Shatted. Um, you know, we, we, we're we shat. <laughs> well, you told We've me, officially shatted. You told me that 10 years ago, you know, before you would <laughs> come over, we would beat around the bush. And now it's just like, no, you know what? As soon as I'm there, let's just get into it. Like... Well, yeah. Well, that's because no more foreplay, nothing. Ooh. Well, because back in the day, we'd see each other more. Now I'm just like so eager to get at it. You know what I'm saying? It's been <laughs> a few weeks, and I gotta get it in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, okay, welcome to another segment of the chat. So today, I'm super excited about this, and I'm starting to take a different approach on the bands that I bring up. Prior to, I just kind of shoot out the band name mention what they sound like and we're out right i kind of want to give a little bit more insight on the bands just that way people you know whoever's listening to two and a half of you maybe we're at three now i don't know <laughs> um you know just get a little more feeling for why i like the band and you know maybe it'll coerce you into wanting to listen to them but anyway today i bring you an amazing hardcore group by the name zulu um i think they're a four four piece um there's no, I, I don't know, politically correct anymore. And you're not allowed to say shit, but they're an all-black group, hardcore group. They're phenomenal, man. They come from L.A. They're signed to a label called Flat Spot Records. Um, they have, you know, your traditional hardcore breakdowns, the, um, you know, your true head bobbers. 
um, the punk elements, the screaming elements, everything that's great about hardcore. But what I love about them is some of their songs are like a minute and 45 seconds or two minutes and 30 seconds or three minutes. But what they do is they'll do like their hardcore moments and out of nowhere, this sample of like a sermon or a speech or like an R&B track just cuts dead smack in the middle or dead smack at the end of the song. And it's out of nowhere, but it fits, you know, the way they do it. It's, it's, it's incredible. Hmm. So they, they incorporate R&B samples and speeches. Um, the lead singer is actually a drummer for a band, another hardcore band called Dare, all cap D-A-R-E. Mm-hmm. Um, when I found that out, I checked them out. They're equally as good. Uh, I like Zulu better because Dare is just more your traditional hardcore, right? But he's a great drummer. Um, what I liked about it that kind of resonated with me is um, I read an interview with him and they asked him, well, you were a drummer. Why are you fronting a band now? Um, he just basically said, you know, one of these days I just have always, you know, I always look at lead singers and screamers and I see how cool and fun they look. And he's like, I just wanted to try it. And that's kind of how the Texas Cutthroat thing happened for me. I'd right. always wanted to do it. Right. Right. So we started Texas Cutthroat and here we are doing it. And I love it. Um, that was basically what he said, you know, same, same type of thing. Just felt like doing it. So that really hit home with me when I found out about that. Um, I really like the topics. They're very straightforward. It's, you know, it's, it's about a lot about race, a lot about culture. Um, another thing that stuck out to me is they have the, my favorite song from them, the song that turned me on to them is a song called straight from the tribe of the moon. It's a great song. Um, but what, what, what really made me love that song again, on that interview, the interviewer asked them because that's, you know, that's their hit song. Asked them what's up with this song or what's, what's the title about you guys know me. I'm a huge hip-hop head. Um, there's this hip-hop group from the 90s called Black Moon. And you have to be a real hip-hop head to know who Black Moon is. Well, he got part of that title from one of their songs. Mm. So this dude knows who Black Moon is. You know what I mean? Mm. I was like, oh, my God, you guys are destined to be a part of my life. Wow. So how did you discover uh, them? Dude, from my crate digging, well, my digital crate digging. Like mm. I said, dude, I'm on Spotify all day, just checking out bands, listening to bands all day long. So even, if you had to compare even, them to somebody, who would it be? Like somebody that's more mainstream? The earlier days of Turnstile, but a little a little heavier. Nice. Yeah, and that's another thing. He credited Turnstile. He was like, dude, they're one of my favorite fucking bands right now. That new album is amazing. Crazy, right? You know, they came out on, on Kim, uh, was it Kimmel or Fallon? Mm-hmm. I don't know, like two weeks ago. So they're actually on the up right now, man, to make it onto one of the late night shows. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, that 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 new album just, it blew me away. Right. And that's very rare. That doesn't typically happen to me. And if you're when talking saw, about a drummer going singer, Dave Grohl is a yeah. great example. Oh, there, there you go. go. Ooh, look at there me making go. connections, participating <laughs> in the chat. Go oh man, me. you're gonna. You know what? You might be a regular on the chat. <laughs> I mean, I do live here, so that's true. Let I'm gonna wake know. you up real quick. I'm gonna run downstairs and wake you up. Say, hey, Danny, this is what we're doing on the chat. Give me, a, give me a, a sentence real quick. Give me something. Uh, um, a quote. Yeah, give there us you a quote. quote. <laughs> well, but another another thing that really uh, drew me to this band is they uh, they came out of nowhere, right? And the reason why they came out of nowhere and became um, 
well, I don't want to say big because they're not a huge band, right? Hardly anybody knows about them, but you have to be in the scene to know about them, I guess. Their popularity came from controversy. So everybody knows that hardcore is widely, largely started predominantly white, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and I don't remember the exact quote, but they made a t-shirt, like a band t-shirt that says, ban all whites from hardcore or something like that. Something having to do with getting the whites out of the hardcore scene. Mm -hmm. And boom, that started it because you got an all-black band doing hardcore and the predominantly white genre just fucking kicking ass and taking names. So anyway, people got all pissed off about that. And that's what brought them to light. Hmm. It's great. Yeah, and, it's crazy. And, and I like that, though, because... A lot of people don't know there. There are actually a lot of hardcore groups that are like like the skinhead groups that are actually like white supremacists and stuff. So exactly, exactly. So, so to me, it's just cool how the controversy. And I was thinking, it got me thinking. I'm like, dude, how do we get Texas Cutthroat out there? When I read that, I'm like, see, that's it. We got to do something controversial. Something and about like, being brown. We, no, we should do a picture of me, Paul, and Beppe shirtless. Three-way kissing. <laughs> <laughs> and now, something about dads. Not what, not what yeah. I was expecting, but uh, that, that, yeah, I mean, that would definitely Dude, get some attention. It's just this, like, an elaborate, like, way of getting them to, <laughs> all three of you to kiss. Is that what no, you really I, want? You know, one of my greatest God-given abilities is to get a man to do anything straight or not. Oh. I'm not worried about that. Kissing. Oh. Kissing. In the shower. Let's take it up a notch. Something, right? Because you got Pepe. He's a burly man. He's got that beautiful big beard. You're a sexy Italian. I'm just a, sp I'm just a spice of brown. You know what I mean? Like The dude. native. Yeah. We'll make it happen. And I said, that's how we're going to get the country. We see hardcore group three-way kissing. Yeah. Since you are predominantly Native American, you need to wear a native outfit. I will wear the police outfit and then we can get pepe to do the leather you already cops. have a police outfit so that's gonna work perfectly yeah i do do i yes yeah. you do oh my god it's not something Literally. i want to bring up <laughs> hey hey i dig it hey, why, why, wait, 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 why do i have a police outfit um you know how crazy i go about costumes oh my god so anyways before we go on to that um wait wait real quick so let's just end the chat. Yeah, that's Everybody, what I was going to say. Uh, no, oh, okay. I, I, what I was going to say is that that really, everything that you said intrigued me. I I, oh, no, I can't yeah. wait to hear them. Yeah, another thing I love about the singer, he the interviewer asked him, and again, I've told you this, starting Texas Cutthroat, I, I'm not one of those screamers. I don't want to say singer, right? Because when you're screaming, you just scream. It's not a singer. I've always wanted to use my own voice. I wasn't big on learning how to pig squeal and do gutturals and this and false chord. No, man, whatever comes out, as long as it's screaming, as long as it's happening, as long as I'm feeling it, that's what I want, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not trying to sound like anybody. He said the same thing. He's like, I just use my own voice. Whatever comes out, comes out. And I'm like, man, me and this dude are like brothers. That's awesome. Yeah, so again, their name is Zulu. Check them out. Incredible. Highly, highly recommend them if you're into hardcore music i don't want to say heavy because they're not metal they're not it's like legitimately h2o 25 to life style of hardcore and a little turnstile that's awesome i i can't yeah. wait to listen yeah so hulu everybody i mean just kidding zulu z-u-l-u yes no z-u-l-u yeah that's what i said oh is that what you, i thought yeah. you said Z -L -U. no no uh, I, I heard an e 
I thought you said and you all right, Spider. I thought well, you're not fucking all right. <laughs> you know what we should do in in the description? Maybe we should start dropping like the, their their link. like their, yeah. their names or whatever. That's a great idea. It's that way people can just get to them quick. You know? Yeah, I agree. But anyway, Zulu, I love him. I for about two weeks now. That's all I've been listening to, and there's only like 15 songs, but I love it. That's awesome. That that's one. That's yeah. probably one thing that I. I get disappointed with though some of the artists that you send they're pretty good but I get disappointed that they only have like sometimes like five or six songs and it's like I, I want more yeah but yeah. that's good 15 that's a good that's a good count yes yeah they're recording an EP right now or they're in the process of writing their EP so or a new EP I should say nice yeah oh, I love alright so uh talking about me having police outfits just to kind of clarify because <laughs> that's not something you just throw out there and don't talk about daniela likes to go and you know when after halloween and they have the big costume sales mm-hmm. she likes to go and just randomly buy random costumes so it's like any given time i have some sort of costume that like it's halloween there's no like i didn't get a costume this year no excuse. you do here are your options. So, why did you have to clarify though? Like, let them get, <laughs> let, let them keep guessing. What? Like, oh, that's Paul's thing, huh? Yeah. Dressing up and shit, role playing. Yep. Well, I dig it. Adrian does like me to pretend to arrest him at times. <laughs> I do. I fucking do. It's a highlight of my week. Interesting. <laughs> that's where the handcuffs were. Yep. Yep. By the way, you might want to sanitize them. Just a heads up. <laughs> oh man. I need to buy the UV light thing. Something. Oh god. Yeah. We got we got a little crazy last time. So one of the things that I wanted to do is kind of reflect on the year. Um I know you and I talked about it a little bit, Adrian. Um mm-hmm. you know, the last two years have been pretty different. Um, you know, I, like I always, I always tell people that a part of me believes that we're in this weird simulation and I'm like, and something's glitching in this simulation the and matrix. things are just really weird right now. But anyhow, kind of thinking back to this year, um, do you, first of all, do you feel that this year was better than 2020? Um, me or Danny, who you Well, either one. Um, I want to say a little because though I'm very careful on the Corona front, mm-hmm. we've got to we've got to do a little more than usual, mm-hmm. right? Um, the excitement for me, um, due to your hard work this year, was how much strides we've made and the progress and the amazing work you've done for the company, right? So we know we're going very much in the right direction. So that was like my highlight of the year. Right. Um, aside from 2020, it's. It was better, but it could have been way better. Yeah. I, also, we got... Well, no, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, go ahead. I, I agree, because I think about 2020. In actuality, we really didn't even see each other because of COVID. So yeah. this year actually yeah. kind of allowed us to be in the same room again. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's like a little bit of the same, but with a little progress. Right. Slight progress. I think yeah. I think one of the big things, and I don't want to go back into talking about COVID again, but one of the things is that people understand it and know how to deal with it a little bit better. So it's not right. just like, oh my God, am, am I going to, 
am I going to die because I came within four feet of you? You know, uh, right, right. And and we're smart. We're smart about like you know I could have easily you know even though I know what I have is allergies, I could have easily been like hey like not said anything, which is a big problem, right? A lot of people out there decide just not to say anything and get, end up getting people sick. Um, right. But like as like your brother, like I, I don't I know if if. God forbid I really did have COVID. I know what that could mean in terms of get you passing that into somebody else. And I don't want to be right. responsible for that. So, you know, right. like, it's better to be safe than sorry. Right. But the thing, I think, again, we don't want to go head first into this any more than we already have. But the shitty part about this COVID experience is that I think, um, how do I want to say it? like the workforce, right? They haven't caught up to the times and people are, people tend to forget that COVID is still a thing. It's still here. It's still not like me. I do all I can, right? Mm -hmm. When somebody slips up, it affects me. Right. I don't know if I should be, if I should be spilling the tea, but whatever we said, we were going to be up front. So my brother, um, the company we work for, he works, he and I work for El Paso Electric, but he's in a different department. Man, my brother, his daughter got COVID. Or she had a false... Pl anyway, that's a bigger story. They made him stay home for 10 days, dude. Mm -hmm. 10 days. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, he was already at a paid time off at this point because it's so late in the year. This was like four weeks ago. Right. His paycheck was $160, dude, because they said, nope, no more COVID fun. No more COVID fun. It's like, dude, you're going to do your employee like that? Like, you know, this isn't everybody's fault. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, this is still fresh. Though it's two years. I don't know. It's just a frustrating situation that... Yeah. And, and I think, yeah. and a lot of it comes down, not even necessarily from the company, but even just from our own <clears throat> state government and then our own yeah. federal government, because they're the yeah. ones that dish out those funds. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, then we get into like economics and which I can go Politics. on forever and ever. But, but yeah, that, that, that does suck. It's, again, it goes back to um, people not taking care of people you go to a country like canada for example you know they're actually yeah. still paying their people a monthly wage um because of covid yeah see what I mean? you know what i mean uh you go to other yeah. countries and they're doing that they're taking care of them and it gives them it gives them the opportunity to not have to go out and work <coughs> if they, don't, they don't need to and it's because you know they, they're unified they come together and so yeah, yeah i mean damn that really sucks i didn't know that yeah yeah and then now he now he really has covid so now he's going to be down another check oh that's yeah. right right yeah. yeah dude it's like and they don't see that it's like for example i do all i can i can say i'm 95 percent cautious on everything right so it's like if i go to work and some shit bag comes to work with covid gets me sick i'm gonna lose the paycheck because this motherfucker didn't take care of himself like right. how does that even happen right right you know what I mean? Which which is very common. I hear that a lot um, from people that end up getting it. They I say, well, what what happened? And they say, well, this piece of crap decided that didn't want to tell anybody and came in and got everybody sick. And then when everybody was sick, was like, oh yeah, I should have told you all. You know. Yeah. Matter of fact, I just read an article this morning about a, a kid who will knew he had COVID, <laughs> and this is in Australia, and he actually went to like a club or a show or something knowing he was positive and got a bunch of people infected and now they're actually going to press charges on him good 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 absolutely you should 
Because yeah. you could potentially be killing people. You don't know who you're infecting. You don't know underlying conditions. You don't know any of that. Exactly. But then, but, but then it's a double-edged sword because people are going to say, well, aren't you vaccinated? You died because you weren't. But that doesn't mean that you can walk around and just fucking infect everybody. You right. Know I mean? It's like, uh, and we'll end on, on this about our COVID talk. Oh, we were watching a comedian a couple nights ago, and I really love what he said. He said, uh, how many of you feel that COVID was, uh, we overreacted to COVID and like everybody in the audience raised their hand and started laughing and like, we did, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, what do you, how do you think the people that died feel about that? They're like, yeah, that's a, he's like, it's a popular opinion for those that are still alive. Yeah. Like, you know exactly. what I mean? So yes. again, uh, people get too political over all that stuff and at the end of the day it's like it's not a political thing it's about just doing what's right for your neighbor and for your family and those that you love exactly yeah but anyhow before so let's not get into that (laughs) what did you guys say (laughs) sorry you know it's it's on everybody's mind right now paul tell them what you got for christmas everybody wants to know i thought i talked i thought i talked about no i didn't let you say what it was but now yeah. that you've opened the gift twice, you may share. So, remember I mentioned on the last episode that she, I had put, I had a, I have a photo shoot slash commercial that I'm doing for a company coming up. And um, so, I bought a little prop, right? It's a spice company um, out of Canada. And so, I put in the cart a little prop. It's a little taco holder. You know those little, like, they look like little Vs, and then you just put the taco in it? Do we use? Oh, yeah. So, I put that in the cart. Somehow, she saw it and ended up buying it, wrapped it, made me unwrap it in front of her family, which came over, ended up coming over on Christmas they Eve. They loved it, by the way. Which was her parents and her brother. Um, and then, she rewrapped it again and made me reopen it in front of my family um <laughs> doubling your fun time so that was my yeah. uh christmas i ended up getting no. uh quite and intoxicated with your dad which was really fun on christmas eve As well wait a minute what else did you get for christmas so it's not physically in your presence right now <laughs> adrian got me some really cool uh nifty um work stuff because he knows how much i love um working with wood oh, <laughs> yeah you do. you do buddy yeah you do <laughs> i so, think everybody uh, knows that by now uh it yeah, was it was pretty cool i got a little like apron uh for woodworking and a really cool knife um hey man every man who's gonna work with his hands needs a great pocket knife i thought that was for uh, those for those for those of you who don't know i collect pocket knives knives in general i have an axe i got Rambo knives, like I collect hardcore knives. And he so, he dresses up and runs around in the forest as a, the native that he is, throwing you knives. Damn, wearing nothing but the teeniest shroud that I could find. Exactly, I love yeah. when you do that. So I said, you know what, Paul needs a, a good a good knife, a man knife. So I got you one. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and yeah. you should have it today, along with all your cookies let me ask danny a question danny i need you to clear something up for me Uh oh okay i'm gonna try my best okay the cinnamon mexican cookies and then you have the white powder mexican cookies known as that's okay which one is the biscocho and which one's not i don't know every time i say biscocho someone's like oh no it's the other ones and i'm like i thought the powdered ones were no it's the other ones technically they're both 
Yeah, I think they're just two yeah. different oh. types. They're just different types. So when you go to Quinceañera, you have both types in one plate. Right. So they're both bizcocho. Yeah. Man, I can't uh. wait to tell everyone to eat my ass when they try to correct me. <laughs> I'm going to say, my, my, my good buddy Danny D says they're both, so fuck you. And she has the Mexican symbol on her arm. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? The shot? <laughs> the shot, oh, oh, the yeah. little, uh, <laughs> the, the scar? Yeah. The, the, yeah. <laughs> that's how you know a true Mexican. Is that a, that's a, that's a vaccination scar, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's how you can. Smile. My mom has it. Every, yeah, every practically every woman I know has it. It's yeah, in my family. So, uh, Daniela, why don't you reflect on this year? What what were the lows and the highs for, for you? Or let's just stick to the highs. How about that? Um, I'm not allowed to. <laughs> oh, I'm trying um, to be preemptive here, and uh, but. Whatever you. I didn't know it was going to be put on the spot about highs. You know, I don't have a good memory. I know you don't. <laughs> I'm like this year. <laughs> you just remembered last night. Last night. That's I how as far book. as your memory goes. Well, this year we got an extra dog. Foster. He's a foster. Yes, He's not it's our still, dog. We're at eight, which is a beautiful number. <sighs> which your dad mentioned, by the way. Um, <laughs> He he started doing the math, realizing that we are in our seventh year. Almost this year will be our eighth year. And he says, wow, you have just as many dogs as you've been together. So he said, I think she's secretly getting a new dog every year. Of course. And that sounds about right. But... Uh, you know what? You opening a business has really gotten in the way of my dog acquisition. Why? Because before, when I caught you in a lie, like the drum set, for example, <laughs> I was able to get myself a dog. And now, all of a sudden, well, it's a business expense. And then uh, you're just covering all that through it's a business expense. And here Smart. I am. Yeah, like dogless. And then I make I guitars. So, like, <sighs> it's not- I know. You don't have to buy them anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you really threw a wrench in the situation. Smart. So, thinking. Back to this year, I mean, what, I mean, what, what is the highlight that you could think of? Who are you talking I, to? Oh, Daniela. Okay. I, I, uh, pass. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. She's then. like the, she's like the one day that I went from 12 hours of sleep to 14 hours of sleep. That day was yeah. the tits, right? Actually, you know what's terrible? I wake up earlier now. And I have to wow. nap. Before, it, it was just straight through. So, oh, I am getting uh, older. And that's a very sad, <clears throat> harsh truth that I have to come to terms with. Like your body's just waking you up on its own? Or you're deliberately, yes. purposely waking up early? No, no, no. Delivery, never. On its <laughs> own. Wow. Well, one of these days, we're going to be able to have morning coffee together. I can't wait. I can't drink coffee. You could drink decaf. Well, ugh, what's the point? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, who wants a non-alcoholic beer? Said no one. <laughs> Actually, I've always, I've, I've never tried one, but I've always thought about it. because oh, I always Because going back to like what I told you, how I love the taste of beer. But in my mind, I'm probably, it's probably, I'm probably going to be very disappointed in, in the taste. So, um Yeah. Yeah, so, why bother? Real quick, just when I think about my year, as I reflect... Um, oh, jeez. Here comes more grievances. 
No. Bring it on, Paul. <laughs> this was a this was a, a rough year for me. Yeah, um, it really was. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and when I think to in terms of like years that have been pivotal in my life, so I'm the type of person that I I like change. Um, I like change when it's progressive. Um, Which is uh, kind of scary for me. We're going towards our eighth year of marriage, and you liking change is not it's making me nervous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I would be scared. There's, um, you know, what is it? New, uh, what, what, there's that saying. Uh, I, I'm not necessarily looking, but there might be that 21-year-old out there that... No, I'm just kidding. I'm not like that. I don't know, man. When it comes to relationships, <laughs> you met me when I was 24. <laughs> when it comes to relationships, exactly. So I'm getting too old for you now. <laughs> I know. I need to find a new 24 year old. Um, <clears throat> no, uh, when it comes to relationships, I cherish those, and I don't like changing those. That's hence the reason why Adrian and I have really? been together for so long. Yes. Really? Because you have a fucking new best friend every month, my friend. Let me <sighs> remind you of that. It's they're. You know what they are, Adrian? They're backups. Just in case. I'm not cool. Just in case on your part, because this motherfucker right here is going nowhere. <laughs> Look, Adrian, have, you have a very hard job, and uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I might need somebody to step in if you God might forbid, expire. You know, like, something happens. Be ready. You. you know. Well, that, oh, you mean you mean in terms of my career job? Like if I die, I get you. Yeah. Or you, I get you. you know, now with COVID, it's like you've, I've got to have like three or four backups. You see, I do the same with marriage. I have backup husbands ready to go. Oh, snap. yeah, she does. I like it. They're all over the place. <laughs> yeah, they are. You even did a rap song about it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Which never saw the light of day. Yeah, it was. I a know, great song. Man. It was. We but, should. We should. We should premiere a snippet of it on on the cast one day. You know what? What did we say we were going to name it, Danny? Didn't I give you a cool hip hop name? I don't remember. Anyways, that's going to be on. That's going to be on the chat one of these days. Danny D and the place to be is going to be in my chat. You know what? I have a rap song. I have a hardcore song. Mm-hmm. I oh, think we need no, no, to no. keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know what? I'm fine. I'll share that hardcore song with you, even though it's done on my part already. We'll share. It. <laughs> we should. We should do a poll on who did it better. Uh, what the re- the hardcore song? Yeah. Was yours about Paul? Mine was about mm. Paul. We could have been. I don't tell people what I write about. Why not? You like to be all... <laughs> let people put themselves in the song and let them imagine and interpret what it means to them? Yes, I'm dark and schmaltzy like Morrissey. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm like, this is what it's about. <laughs> She's like the the Jonathan Davis who just puts Gross. it all out there. Gross. Yeah, I know, right? When I was a teenager, that was very appealing. Now, I'm like, dude, like, put some metaphors in there, you know? Right. But, um... No. Literal. Anyways, can I get back to my reflection? I just want it... Fine. My reflection, I know you guys think it's going to go dark or negative, but it's not. As things usually go with you? No. I really, even though this was a really rough year... Obviously, like for many reasons, I see it as a very pivotal, pivotal year. Pivot. And I am a firm believer that, um, you know, sometimes when you, when things are really tough, there's usually light at the end of the tunnel 
and <coughs> you find greatness through challenges and struggles. Yeah. Um, and so, I even though I, I feel did like not it, know you had this outlook in life. <sighs> Since when have I not? Uh, I cannot mention any other moment where you've been like, "It's all right. It's all right. It gets better." Really? Because I remember. Uh, when we first met. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you're one of marriage. You're like, it's all right. Stick it through. So, um, I've always been, a, uh, like, there was a, somebody said it, and it's one of the most cheesy sayings ever, but it always stuck with me. Man, you're really working out, aren't you, Agent? I'm just warming up. Or <laughs> um, shooting the breeze. The saying is, struggle and strife come before success. Even in the dictionary. Yes, that's true. It does. It really does. And so um, I often... You, I had to think. I was like, huh. Oh, yeah. So I, I see this year as kind of being that. You know, it's been a, a struggle. Yeah, my, my phone is ringing and you're probably hearing it. Nope. And, um, but anyways, I see this year as being a real struggle for many, 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 many reasons. Probably one of the most challenging years I've ever had. Um, but it gives me hope for next year because I'm like, I know it could get worse. You can never say that, that like, you know, that that's it. But, um, I, I don't know. I'm very hopeful for, for next year, especially because like, I'm really weird with my OCD and I feel oh, like... Dude, Adrian, what are you doing? It sounds like you're like like going through a bucket of tools or something. I'm hitting the bag. Oh my Lightly. god. Lightly. Lightly. It's loud. I hey, even my light punches are hard. I can't help that. What do you want me to do? Not so. hit the bag. I'll fine. I'll I'll get on the bike. Do you have a bike? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. You see, you remember how we talked about my ADHD? Yeah. Well, it's not helping. Oh, we were focusing <laughs> on that. So anyways, I kind of uh, jumbled both into one, which is my reflection and what I'm looking forward to for the next year, I guess. I'm just kind of hopeful for it. So I don't know. What are I'm, you all looking forward to for next year? For me, again, man, I mean... I don't, I don't know how to break it down, right? Like, I have a great career, right? My job is amazing at times. Um, I make a good living, right, enough to keep my family, um, you know, spoiled, rotten, and whatnot. So I, I, I always go back to the guitars, man. That's, that's, like, really what I'm looking forward to. Again, my goal is to, like you, quit my job, and make that full time. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm really looking forward to. And and also, you know, we we recently got the band back together. I'm not gonna let <laughs> this. I'm not gonna let this dissolve. Tra right? Tragic like landing specifically. Right? Tragic, yeah, tragic landing specifically. But even with Texas Cutthroat, we're more on the upward trajectory because of we actually have our drummer now, right? Like the. To me, these two projects are starting to move in the right direction. I always knew Tragic Landing would pick up where we left off. Mm -hmm. But um, which, you know, uh, by the way, for those of you listening, if you go to the YouTube channel, which is linked under this episode, you can see our music video for "By Two Then Four. Huh? 
Did I feed Chino? Yeah. Oh, he ate it already. Sorry. We have a stray cat that I've been feeding. My daughter's asking me if I said. Oh, okay. But you should have yes, had her come ahead. in and scream for us. But anyways. <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> um, yeah, so our music video by 2then4 is up on the YouTube channel linked below on this episode. Mm-hmm. You should check it out. Yeah. In my hopes for next year is very similar to Adrian. I also want to quit my job, but unlike you, I do not want to replace that with anything. I just want to quit my job. And sleep. You just want to sleep and shop. I do. That's it. Yes. That's, that's you're, you're, you're a shopper, Danny? Oh, yeah. Anything. Anything brings joy. A Snickers at the checkout line brings joy. Are you like me where you get buyer's remorse, though? No. Really? Never. Like it. Yeah, she awesome. loves to buy stuff. And then she also loves to return it because she realizes, why did I buy this? <laughs> uh, I don't really love to return. Sometimes it's like, okay, there's no use for this. The joy it brought bring, buying it is really not there anymore. I should return it. Paul's giving me the stink eye. Let me return it kind of thing. Yeah, I, can, I know what stink eye you're talking about. Um, I love shopping too, but I think I've become a little bit more uh, reliant on me shopping for you. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> I hate the actual process of shopping. I hate, especially like when she's shopping for clothes or something, and I'm just like that guy following her around. Ugh. And then, and then, and then, you she doesn't like to try on clothes no. when we're shopping, so she's like, I need to go home and try them on, and I'm like, so then we got to come all the way back here if they don't fit. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. It does because wow. then I'm back at the store. Guess what? The possibilities are endless. I can buy more stuff, and that's exactly what it is. It's just her excuse, excuse. to be able to go back to the damn store. I dig it. I like it. That's and a great message. I can shop anywhere. Walmart. I love Walmart. Target. Like big yeah. fancy stores anywhere, anything. And I just want to shop on I, my phone. Exactly, but I'm I'm like both, right? When the days that I used to go to Walmart, I would get the shit I need, and I could easily just walk out. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna cruise this aisle real quick. Oh, I forgot I needed that, which is something I didn't need. <laughs> and I'll cruise the other aisles. My bill went from thirty bucks to like 140. Mm-hmm. Quick. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. I see did that too. I don't know. The only thing thing I really spend my money on, though, is my toys. For those of you who don't know, maybe we'll have a full podcast on it. I'm a collector of um, action figures, collectibles. They're not toys, they're not dolls, they're not monos. They are action (laughs) figures or collectibles. Thank you. Which. That's what I spend all my money on. Which, speaking of that, you got a Christmas gift. I did. So, I've been collecting since the 90s, right? And. Back when I started collecting, I was a poor teenager, and I got what I could. So some of my series are not complete. And my lovely brother, Paul, took it upon himself to buy me a toy, which he did not know I had, and unknowingly completed my set. I got an amazing toy that is very hard to find. You just said they're not toys. I'm sorry, action figure. Collectible. Hmm. Interesting. I, I can't breathe. I can't breathe, Danny. Well, stop punching the bat. Oh, because you're doing the bike. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so he completed my set. It's beautiful. I've been staring at it every day since. I have yet to hang it because I just like holding it. When I go poop, I'll take it with me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so let me ask you this. When I've bought you like figurines since we were we were kids yeah um but one thing that always frustrated me and i always get mad at you for it is adrian had this thing where he always had to carefully and nicely open them up and smell them and i always got mad at him i'm like don't freaking open them so do you remember one time no i stopped that decades ago decades ago good I haven't opened up a toy since in the past 21 years, if that. Nice. I remember you bought me one, a beautiful Mandarin Spawn. My favorite toy line is anything Todd McFarlane. Well, I don't want to say anything because I don't like his sports stuff. And anyway, <laughs> Paul brought it to me. I opened it and I was like, oh my God, I love you. Thank you. And he looked at me and goes, I swear to you, you better not fucking open that or we're done. And I was like, dude, I promise you. I hugged him. I shook his hand. The minute that door closed, it's like, uh-huh, fucking opened it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I but have... I did it carefully. The toys that I have opened up before, I've pieced them back together, and you can't even tell they've been opened. Yeah. And and that's all you do. You just, like, carefully open them with, like, a razor blade, and then yeah. I think you, you... I have to I have to smell it. Dude, if they could put <laughs> brand-new action figure smell in a cologne bottle, I would rock that son of a bitch 24-7. <laughs> That's the world's greatest smell. You get into a little candle. Something. Yeah. New plastic action figure smell somewhere. Bottle it, candle it. It don't matter. I need one. That smell is euphoric and addicting. You know, one of the best smells I've ever smelt, since we're talking about smells. You know, we've talked about weird smells, but I don't know. So when I was in grad school, I went to New Mexico State, right? It's an old... There's old buildings in there. But anyways, there was this stairway that I used to have to take. And I don't know. I mean, honestly, there was times I would just stop and smell it just because it smelled. And I probably looked like a weirdo. But there was just mm-hmm. something about it because it was old. Like, it's a, it was an old. I thought you were going to say me, but whatever. There was an old building. And it just. <laughs> oh, anyways, I don't know. I just thought of that right now. So, yeah, it's kind of like the, the tire section at a. At a Walmart or, or even a tire shop. My Steve, favorite tire- smell of all time, aside from that one, is dunk, Dunkin' Donuts. Oh. Coff- coffee and donuts. Like I remember when we were on tour, we always used to smell skunk. And, oh, and we would be like, oh, that smells like, like coffee and donuts. Because it kind of <laughs> does in a really weird way. <laughs> I love your coffee breath. Is that close? What? No. Do you really? Yeah. Beer breath? That, dude that's phenomenal <laughs> phenomenal uh, that's that's like my probably my third favorite smell in the whole time world Paul's beer breath beer breath period you know oh. what I love oh it's my not brother. particular to Paul's okay <laughs> my my dad when he when we were kids he would go out drinking and stuff he'd come home like my family the, the men in my family we are cologne people right from birth anyway my dad would come home from the bar smelling like beer cologne and cigarettes because back then you could still smoke in a bar he didn't smoke but that's the best smell in the world and my brother or my twin brother when he got older and started drinking and smoking he smells like that and that's like he's like those three like daddy. yeah those three smells together are just pff, the best but doesn't it go a little bit deeper than that isn't it because when your dad would come home and then you would like hug him or whatever yeah 
yeah, he would we would be with my grandma because my parents were divorced. I'd sleep with my grandma would sleep with us until my dad got home. He'd come home all shit faced and scoot scoot in the middle of me and my brother. We would just hug up next to him and oh my gosh, the absolute best man in the world. And One uh, that is why if uh, I ever want uh, a fun night with Adrian, I just put a lot of cologne on and drink a lot of beer. <laughs> Exactly, and you don't have to smoke, but go sit around and smoke, and then come over. <laughs> you know, I, I do love that. Like I remember when I used to work downtown, um, and you may have experienced this too. I used to have to walk like a pretty long ways from the building I was in to get to my car, and, and I you and always... I worked at the same place. Yeah, at that time. so you remember that bar that. Yeah. hole in the wall bar but as soon as you, you walk by it like you smell that oh that disgusting bar smell tap? but it yes. smelled great no it wasn't the tap yes yeah yeah there's a shitty little bar yeah i know exactly what you're talking about i used to purposely walk on that side of the street yeah yeah <laughs> just to walk by smell. there like it could have been middle of summer and hot as hell <laughs> and you just smell that dirty bar but it's like ah it smells so good that actually reminds me of like being on tour because we ended up in a lot of shitty bars. A lot, dude. A lot. And they all smell like that. Like Club 101? Yeah. World's greatest, world's greatest smell, dude. Because that, whatever, their fog machine or whatever was in that club had like a, I don't want to say perfume, but like a, a good smell, right? But then you throw all the beer on top of it, the cigarettes, the sweat. It's really I love weird. the way Club 101 Dude, every time we'd walk into Club 101 and I'd smell that smell, I'm like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Home. <laughs> yeah. I never went to the original Club 101. Oh, you missed out, my friend. Or the second or the third. I don't even know how many. I don't think I ever went to any beyond the first. <clears throat> I went to one of them before uh, before we started Ashling when I was in that band with Ricky. We played a show at the one that was on Viscount, mm-hmm. kind of tucked away next to um, Hong Kong Buffet. It, it looked just like a restaurant with a stage. Nothing one oh one like. Oh wow. Bike count? Oh that's yeah. right. It's where the comic strip is now. Oh, oh I went to it? the one on Airway. Same thing. Oh, I no. forgot about that. No. No. It's different. Uh, yeah. no, it's different. So if anybody that's not from El Paso is listening, Club One O One was a very uh very well known establishment. Um Adrian and I used to play there frequently. Um because it was like during the week it was a club. And sometimes they would have some great bands play, um, some uh-huh. big bands actually I've seen there mm-hmm. and we've played with. Um, so it's just very, very well known. And I think still to this day, people reminisce about it because everybody knew about it. And it's like a great <coughs> name too, 101. Yeah. I saw Taking Back Sunday there. I saw The Sounds there. Mm. Oh, uh, which one? The Airway one. Hmm. Oh, okay. mm. Mm. Yeah, and then Joe Dorgan, you know, he's he's a great guy. Uh, I know he, is. he still to this day has uh, made mention of one day opening it again, which would be great. But it was just something yeah. about that downtown spot, though, that just made it super yeah. special, which now it well, be- sucks. But Because for- because they, they had 101. And then one oh two. Right next <laughs> right next right next door to it. Point one. Yeah. Right next door to it he, he built E nine and then Area fifty one. Right. So like just that whole cluster of buildings practically were his. And now and, it's dude, just like I don't wanna Yeah. I'm gonna drop some what do you wanna call it? Clout or like uh whatever you wanna call it. I'm gonna brag a little bit. 
Dude, Joe, Joe Dorgan loved us so much one time. I forgot what, there was a big band playing. I don't remember. Completely so, sold out. A couple of friends and I walked up and the guy was like, hey, we're sold out, this and that. As I was walking out, Joe Dorgan was like, what are you doing here? I said, well, I wanted to see the show, but you guys sold out or whatever. And he's like, no, follow me. He looks at the guy at the front and says, this guy gets in and whoever he wants, let him in. Boom. Walked in. That's so, sold out show. Yeah, hell yeah. That and, and and you and I, we were we were always there. Always, always, yeah. always. Even on the club nights, we were always <laughs> there. We were usually there to promote a show. We were just hanging out. We weren't even probably even old enough to technically be there. It's not like we were there drinking or anything. We were just hanging out because it was just amazing to hang out there. And Joe was always really cool about just letting us Yeah. It was like I our place. I, I would we were going there at 16. I would go to school on Monday, and people would be like, what would you do this weekend? Oh, we were went to so-and-so's house. You did this. What about you? I was like, that's like Club 101. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're 16. Re- remember I know, I know uh, the owner. Wednesdays was the retro night, right? <laughs> Wasn't it? Thursdays. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of those. And it was that what, was the best. What it was, was it oh, throwing yeah. back to? Like the 80s. 80s. Oh, okay. yeah, so it was, it was like a bunch of... Depeche Mode, The Cure, Morrissey, The Smiths. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, great. So, back in that day, the way we were promoted was through like hand flyers. So we would mm-hmm. flyer any, give everybody in line a, a flyer. We would <coughs> go and uh, put flyers on all the cars. We'd put posters. You know, Joe would let us in. We never had to pay or anything to get in. He would let us in, hang out. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was that was. Those were really, really, really good times. Oh my God! Some of the best, see, the absolute best. I think about them almost every day. I'm that old guy. <clears throat> that and then and then debut records on top of that. So yeah, going back to well, de- debut for us came before 101. I mean, we were doing them at the same time, but once debut closed, then 101 officially became home. Yeah, debut was before it was debut records. It was a place called the Attic. Um, yeah, I remember being a kid. We have an attic here. <laughs> I remember being a kid and I would go, I knew I wasn't able to get in because it was like 18 and over, mm-hmm. but I would go and like sit outside and listen to my favorite bands. But then our manager became their booking agent and then we were allowed in and, you know, it was yep. under it was understood that, you know, we weren't allowed to drink or do anything like that, which was yep. fine. But man, those were great times because we used to, we even used to help run sound. I remember I used to help run the door. Um, yeah. Like you would open it for people? How nice of you! I had to card them and stuff. Ooh, yeah. How yeah. hypocritical of you? Why? Oh, because yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Here I am, sixteen, and I'm like, "Are you eighteen? <laughs> you need to be eighteen to come." I'm like, are you eighteen? Yeah. <laughs> but what was really cool about all of it was that our bands got to play both spots, and yeah. that was Frequently. awesome. You know, I'll never forget. Yeah. For example, um. I know we're really going on tangents here, but just real quick as we're talking about this. I'll never forget with Ashling, um, we we were doing pretty well. We were doing pretty well at this time. Iceling? Whenever we would play, (laughs) we would get pretty good crowds. Um, And I had asked Joe Dorgan, like, hey, can we play? He actually gave us our own headlining spot at 101. And um, that was the show that I'll never forget that the, the manager of As I Lay Dying called me and was like begging to get on that show to open up for us. Well, he was laying dying. 
and i was like nah man you guys are too heavy for us sorry and like to this day i'm like what the hell was i thinking um, yeah but- this is this is what we get for letting you be the band leader this is exactly <laughs> what we get god damn but I'll, I'll never forget that night because we played and it was packed i mean it was packed and it was a very memorable show because it was actually the first show with our um our then new singer um but anyways beyond that what made that so memorable i'll never forget i was outside joe dorgan comes out the whole him letting us play and headline our own show was like that was going above and beyond like he that was not a very common thing for local uh artists right but I'll never forget because he comes out, he gives me his two cents on what he thought about our performance, which was very honest and very positive. Um, and then he hands me, it was like maybe like $300. And he was like, here, man, you guys. Buy yourself something nice. You guys, you guys, you earned it. I mean, this is, you guys did really well. Um, here you go. Like he didn't even have to do that. As it is, it was just, it was awesome to know that we were playing his place again and we were headlining. So for him to actually just give us money was like, at that time, that was huge. That was huge. That $300 would be the equivalent of like somebody handing me 30 grand today. Like that's how much it meant to me. You know? What are you fixing? I know. You went from uh, pushing a bag to sifting through tools, cycling, and now it sounds like you're repairing a I, I got a new uh I got a new dumbbell rack from Santa and I'm just tightening it up real quick. So anyways. But I think I think we should have a uh just an episode dedicated to all the stupid shit, cool shit we've done like that. I agree. What about the cool shit I've done? Like what? I don't know. Yeah, let's hear it. No, you have it. you have done cool shit. Yeah, but I can't remember on the spot. Yeah, I know you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here too. Why? Because you dr- you were drinking at the time, or what? She no. just doesn't remember. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I have to remind her who I am. I come home <laughs> and he's like, "How was your day?" And I'm like, "Good." Anything important happen? I'm like, "Nah, not really." And then I remember later on. Oh, by the way, she comes home and it's like, "Who are you? Why are you in my house?" I'm like, ah, <laughs> "Oh, that's right. I'm married." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All to right. be a fl- to be a fly on that wall for one day, man. Oh my god! Well, you kind of have had front row seats to grievances and stuff. So I, I, I have, but just you know the little, the little quips, the little things that you guys do. I just you you know you say you say Paul's like homely and loving and this whole other person that I I I would kill to see. Yeah. When? (laughs) Weren't you guys talking about that when? uh, yeah, you said he he has his nice moments. Come on, yeah, you did. Moments. moments where I like to to be with you and spend quality. Yeah, oh, watch TV. Well, that's different than being loving. Oh well, yeah. I'll I give you am that. loving. To who? Is that my phone? No, I think Adrian's getting a call. Oh no, no, I'm going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I have my moments where I am loving. It may be rare, but it's meaningful. And I don't do it unless I'm really feeling it. And it's funny because you do it. And I'm, after it, I'm like, what just happened? Dude, the other day, I'm not, you know, again, there's so few far in between that I hold on to them dearly. 
The other day you hit me with a sweet text message and I literally almost cried. Did you take a screenshot? Yes, of course. What was I'm the text? Oh, you want me to share it? Um, it was after I dropped off your all stuff on Christmas Eve and you told me I truly love you with all my heart. Really. Oh, and I, damn. Like, what? what? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But... I, that, I, and, I, I, and that's what? the reaction though right like you felt really good because you know they're few and far between so what you're telling me is that I tell you nice things too much that you take it for granted I wouldn't say nice things um, I don't take it for granted because I'm very I, I'm very present I very I'm very uh, <laughs> <laughs> you present i may not seem like it there's a little delusional but i whenever somebody is being loving towards me i don't i may seem like i shrug it off but i am internalizing it really he's winding a bunch of toys i know dude that is news to me my man i i do i just i keep it to myself i don't (laughs) i don't like to show i don't like to react well, and that's you why what, it happens less and less because it's like, well, uh, okay. You know, what I'm, you know, one of these days, I'm going to, out of nowhere, just hit you with like, not a, not a. I'm just going to put you in the spot on one of our up our podcast and force you to be nice. He's going to say, okay. And we're just going to sit there and hash it all out. Exactly force force me to be nice. Is that what you said? Like, yeah, like not hold anything back and save it for a particular moment. And I guess nice was the wrong word, but I'm going to force the feeling out of you. I could do that. And you're, and you're going to have to because we're going to be on just, our podcast. Just give me a couple of beers and I'll do it happily. Oh, gladly. Gladly, my friend. Tell me which ones you want. <laughs> you want whiskey? Oh, you got it. You tried the coffee beer? Yeah. And? I loved it. It's crazy. He, uh, it's crazy. I, I gave him a sip before I drink it, and and uh, he, he 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 took a while. Um, I think like most people are kind of taken back. Um, but I think ultimately you liked it, and everybody, yeah. every single person now, because ever since that episode where we talked about it, every person that has tried it, including your own family, both your parents, my papa and my mama. They all they say it? it's delicious. Yes. Yeah. It's weird. Because later on, I didn't taste beer in my mouth. I had a lingering, pleasant coffee taste in my mouth. Exactly. That makes sense? Yeah. Exactly. It tastes like you can taste the coffee. It's almost like carbonated coffee in a it, re- it, it, really weird way. Yeah. And it gives you a buzz instead of a caffeine high, which is way better. Which was really cool was that uh, her mom... It was like her reaction was um, very genuine. Like it honestly, like it took her back to a memory, I guess, of something she used to drink when she was younger. Her grandma used to make uh, some sort of wine. Yeah. That tasted like that. And so, yeah, her reaction was like right away, like, like, oh, wow. Like she loved it because it reminded her of that. Like it was like a taste she hadn't had in a long time. Yeah. And she died before they could get the recipe. So nobody's had the recipe. So she was oh like, oh, it tastes like my grandma's wine. Yeah. So for those of That's you nice. uh, who are looking into it, it's a porter. It's 
something with cat's beer. I don't remember what it's called, but you can find it at Sprouts. It's like $10 for a six pack. It's delicious. Matter of fact, I should that's go some, buy some because I, I really would like one. That's some boozy shit right there, man. I need beer. I go straight to the Circle K. Old school. <laughs> Sprouts. Uh, no, it's really good. All right. Anything else about last year, next year, the new year? Uh, no, I just, you know, I'm, I'm a overly spiritual, spiritual blessings are real type person. And, you know, the fact that in light of everything that's happened and transpired over the past two years, we are lucky to get to experience another year. Yep. So I'm just excited about life, man. Keeping it funky. It's an even number, which my life historically i for whatever reason those are usually the better years well because you like even so your outlook is no it's just better that's, but that's part of why i like even numbers because i've noticed that i don't know but um yeah you're right again. even odds evens as long as i get another day man i'm all right yeah that's a good point you know what I'm saying? so yeah. are you doing anything special on new year's eve new year's day uh no the grinch took christmas and all holidays from me man all but my you normally families. but you normally don't or do you normally do something we go to my sister's house or just hang out with my dad you know oh, what i'm okay. saying nothing nothing crazy but we do you know hang out with family but this year it's nope it's a new year's at home we don't really do anything either. Ooh, it's going to be a year anniversary of the time I fell down the stairs. <laughs> this was obviously before me because I don't know what you're talking about. This was last year, Paul. Oh, what? You literally looked at me and said, seriously? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I fell down the stairs right here. So I wanted to be fancy because it was New Year's Eve. So I was wearing pajamas and I was like, you know what? I'll throw some high heels on that. And I hadn't worn high heels in years. And so I was going down the stairs. And uh, thankfully, it's an L-shaped staircase. And I only fell down the first flight. I have absolutely <laughs> no recollection. You were on the first floor looking up at me. And all you could say was, seriously? <laughs> As I laid okay? like in a cartoon, you know, when they fall down the stairs and like they all, they're all twisted that's how i looked and he was just looking up at me next to the dogs who were also just looking seriously i don't no, you don't you remember you don't run to her nothing just no said, you she fall down like that seriously i have sometimes i require processing time <laughs> but asking seriously like what i just faked it were you laughing not yet but as soon as I was able to like realize, oh, I'm okay. Yes, absolutely. Sometimes with you, I just don't know what's on purpose. What, <laughs> like, I don't know. Falling down the stairs is never going to be on purpose. Especially I rolled well, down. You, it, it, first of all, I don't remember this. But Clearly. you wearing pajamas with high heels? Yeah, the pink high heels. They were super Okay, cool. so obviously I was probably still trying to process why that was happening. I sat here in the studio and I was like, look, I'm fancy tonight. I have no idea. I don't remember any of this. Yeah. No makeup, <laughs> nothing. Just look super crappy, but I was wearing high heels. <laughs> to bring in the new year. Were you wearing your crown too? So a lot of people don't know this. When she actually does clean, which is 
rare these days. We're we're going back to grievances, <laughs> homie. We we already had that episode. Every once in a while, she she'll wear her cr- a crown. She wears a what do you call it? Tiara. A tiara. tiara while she cleans. To I don't know why. I guess. Well, because like Cinderella moment. It's like, yeah, people, dude, sometimes I wear nothing while I clean. It's, you know, people got their own things. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would like to so, think that you're wearing nothing as we speak. That's just well, fixing how you know a bike. Not. Well, we do, we do know factually that I've, I've said it. I work out in my underwear and nothing but. So at least you know what I'm going to say right now. Yeah. So a funny thing about our marriage is um, I had a tiara when we got married. I wear it sometimes because, as you do, and... At one point, I couldn't find it. And I even told all my coworkers, I was like, you know what? I think Paul's jealous, and I think he got rid of it. <laughs> so what I did is I bought a bigger, better crown. And so it got here, and I was like, look, Paul. Look, hater. Anyway, we moved to this house, and I found the origin. I felt so bad for thinking that of Paul. He wasn't thinking jealous. Thinking he's a hater? Yeah, thinking he was a hater. It turns out I'm the hater because I would absolutely do that. Which is why I thought he did that. And at this point... (laughs) It's the kind of person I am. I would like to see that tiara go on now because now that means you're cleaning. Boom. Wow. Which just got real again. (laughs) Whoa. Agent's not even here to be uncomfortable. (laughs) Gee, that's all the time we have for today, everybody. (laughs) Happy New Year. Oh man! All right, I think we can end it on that note. Really, you yeah. want to end it on that note because things are gonna happen as soon as this is over. Which is what you're gonna put the tr on and start cleaning. No, hell yeah, that is not what's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna run right. that tr somewhere I, else. Look, wards, you guys ruined Christmas. Don't ruin the New Year's, please. <laughs> you know what? We let me let me tell um, you, man. I I find the the ringing in the New Year to be depressing as fuck it is dude even the song what song oh you're facetiming me adrian am i answer him shit so we can see what he's doing no because i know it might throw off the sound oh yeah you got uh pelvis dialed (laughs) so it's depressing like even that song what song that they play when it hits midnight to me it's just like Yes. I've never understood the point of watching that. Oh my God, look at the people celebrating. I don't know. I just find, I find ringing in the new year for whatever reason, it just seems very depressing. Yeah. I always think about uh, Forrest Gump when they're in there and Lieutenant Dan is just depressed looking at the screen and everybody else is like happy and he's just kind of like letting the confetti fall on his head. I don't know what it is, but you know what I mean? Like that's how I feel every Because there's nothing different about it. It's like at midnight. It feels the same. Especially because, like, it, I don't know. I always think, ever since I was a kid, I was like, it's not New Year's. Like, it's already New Year's because, like, Australia already celebrated it. Like, technically. I think it's the letdown from the millennium. You know, things were supposed to happen and they didn't. So now, what do you have to look forward to? Yeah, that's true. Charlie Brown moment. It looks the same. That's very true. I don't see yeah. any difference. <laughs> Here is at least three months of making writing the wrong date i think adrian i think you find it depressing because you know like the new year switching over signifies the end of like the holidays oh yeah dude i am dude come august uh 
late August, early September, I'm pumped. That's my time of year. Those are the only few months that I'm like genuinely extremely happy. Nothing's going to bring me down. Oh, yeah. You're right, dude. Like to me, April, you know, it's my wife's birthday. So I got some good parts there. March, it's your birthday, Aiden's birthday. But like just those springy pre summer months are just blah for me, dude. I fucking hate them. Like I hate that time of year. I agree. I, I agree 100%. And then here in El Paso, it gets so freaking hot. Yeah. Windy. Like, just, just saying the word April 1st, April 2nd. Oh, it's April already. April though I'm, Though I'm a religious man, even the whole Easter thing bums me out. Just seeing the pastel colors and knowing that Christmas or Halloween decorations would be in its place. Like, it just bums me out, man. I hate that time of year. Plus, when... I was in education, which I know Daniela still is. Like that becomes a very stressful time for us. Um, yeah, but there's yeah, like true. no holiday breaks. There's just Martin Luther King, and that's yeah. it. Standardized testing on spring break, all that crap. It is just a pain. Yeah, it my is- my wife, my wife's a teacher as well, and she, yeah, she does not like that time period because it's. Nothing, nothing to look forward to other than summer, and it takes fucking forever to get there. It's the longest semester, and they're getting yeah. shorter and shorter. Ugh. Yeah, down to five weeks. Yep, it's crazy. <sighs> so we really brought this for, one down. <laughs> yeah, you did <laughs> after all your accusations. That's how the, that's how the Arianos and the Wards do it, buddy. Yeah. So let me ask you this: Are you going to have any drinks on your by yourself this? New Year's Dude, Eve? I'm gonna have a drink tonight. What are you talking about? My mom had a my mom had like an old folks uh, Christmas party at her house, and she had a shit ton of beer. And she's like, "Come get it." I went. Oh, nice! And I'm feeling I'm feeling saucy, so I'm gonna have me a beer in a little while after my workout. Well, you after know, my cold. I have shower. a whole bottle of tequila to kill. We need. Oh, you, oh yeah, because Adrian got. Yeah, you, you do. Yep. Yep. We need to have an episode where we just get wasted. Oh, dude, there. Like, well, we're going to have to do it here because I can't drive home. We'll, well have we to do just, it like this. We could, yeah, we'll just do it like this. Yeah. But like we... I don't know, though. We, Adrian fixing and <laughs> going we, around. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> we got to press record like four drinks in. Yeah. Oh, when well, we're already halfway. Not halfway, but yeah, it's already kicked in once yeah. it touches your lips. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. We, we should absolutely totally do that. dude that's that's when we're on fire oh, am i invited dude, to this absolutely you, you, but you you don't drink oh. much you got to do some shots yeah that's why it has to be shots <laughs> oh yeah yeah you're invited. i'll try to i'll try to convince my wife she doesn't drink she can't right she has diabetes but uh i'll make her be present you can't drink so she, when you have diabetes no it's got too much sugar she can do like vodka and stuff like that but she doesn't she doesn't want to mess with it because huh. who wants to drink straight vodka Cause then you have to have cranberry juice and that sugar in it. And so she's trying what she's been doing and she's been doing it very well. Thank God. She doesn't want to have to rely on diabetic medicine. So she's been controlling her diabetes through diet. So that's like, dude, trying to figure out dinner in this house is a motherfucker. Man. I can only you know imagine I mean? it's hard yeah. here. I'm going to be a, yeah. I'm going to be a typical, uh, vegan dude tell her to try being vegan for 30 days and see what happens because that's her thing she she's largely well that's all she eats is vegetables and meats right but she doesn't she eats more veggies than meat um so like throughout the day if she gets hungry she'll have you know salad or some nuts or whatever um but she'll have (laughs) (laughs) shit 
<laughs> or she'll have so for dinner she'll have you know whatever meat we're having so but yeah no she she wants to go there but she blames it on me that she's not because yes. i'm not gonna do it yeah you love your meat yeah, oh he boy, does. Dude, Italian <laughs> Italian sausage is number one at that on that list, my man. From who though? <laughs> what do you mean from who? I have a uh, DNA ancestry results that uh, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> oh, um, no, he's not Italian. Oh yeah, because well, so every just for anybody listening, my grandma was from Italy. But my Dude, wait, real quick, uh-huh. real quick. You don't. Ever, you shouldn't just throw that out. Your grandma was from Italy. Tell everybody who she dated. I tell everybody that story. Well, she thought she was dating him, but she turned I out to be. She did. She she turned out to be just a mistress, is what she told me. <laughs> uh, oh, well, either way, she she was a part of the man's life. Yeah, Lucky Luciano. Dude, the Lucky crazy. Luciano, the, the first, the first what boss of the Italian mafia. Yep, mobster of all mobsters. Yeah, dude, she that said crazy. Almost verbatim, this is what she would. She told me. She said, "He was the nicest man I ever met, but I never knew he was a killer." <laughs> dude, you just inspired my next song. <laughs> Say that again. She was the nicest man she had he, ever met. He was the nicest man she had. He ever was met, nice, but she never knew he was a killer. Oh, I mean, that's dude. how it works. Ooh, maybe you should start murdering people. That would make you a lot nicer. Because you take it out on murdering somebody else, and then you come home and you're all joy. All right, that just got weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a list, but... We can't can't incriminate Paul. Come on. (laughs) I'm the ninja in his life. I handle all that. If I'm going to murder anything, it's going to be cake. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's going to be you, because you turned. (laughs) He turned his body towards me, and he said cake. Okay. I just just murdered food. I agree. Yeah, I'm with you. (sighs) All right. Well, we're at uh, 80 minutes, which um, is, what, an hour and 20? Yes. I think think that's a good... uh, year-ending episode this is our actually 20th episode which is funny bing. we're ending on a, on an even note um, bing, bing, bing. i went back and looked we started this in july um so the fact that we're at episode 20 that's pretty cool july yeah so july, july dude <laughs> july 11th was our first episode um but yeah so hopefully awesome. next year if that's half a year we can get in 40 episodes oh yeah uh, dude. I think, I think we kind of found the um, the happy medium, the remedy to my crazy work schedule. Mm-hmm. We can do it from here, man. Like if I can't make it over there, we know we can do it. I don't know. Maybe we need people's input on. Does this sound weird? Does it sound? I know it doesn't sound just the same as when I'm physically there, but does we this just work. Does we just need not? to put you in a straight jacket so you're not. I know it's because the dude the pre workout is kicked in and like I'm ready to go. <laughs> Why do I hear just this? Uh, <laughs> I'm loosening up. <laughs> oh God, good times. All right. All right. Well, anyway, it's Happy been New a, Year, a great everyone. Year. Yes, Happy New Year. Thank you, everybody, for the amazing half of the year you've given us. Thank you for being with us. We hope to continue on, and hopefully, more and more of you will get on. Paul, again, I love you been a great year another year with you danny i love you just as much thank you for coming Ooh, on and- as much oh paul yeah. Yeah. look at all that yeah. work because you've done. we're recording 
He's gonna no. tell me afterwards. You know, it's like Paul. Yeah, right. Like, I, I didn't told mean that. Paul, Paul, and, Paul, and I have had very serious conversations, and I told him, though Danny and I have not spent a lot of physical time together, she's up there on my list, and I'll do anything for her. He doesn't Ooh. tell you all the nice things I say. Even murder. Mm, yes, but we're <laughs> gonna keep that on the down, man. Uh, but anyway, thank you, everybody. Happy New Year, and uh, happy you're all New safe. Year. Happy Stay New Year. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive. And uh, if you have COVID symptoms, stay the fuck home. Yes, stay the fuck home. Even if you fart weird, you sneeze weird, just don't chance it. Thank you. All right. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.